Yo, 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 we here in the building, episode two of the Point Blank Period Podcast with your boy C, Feezy, aka DJ No Good. What's good, bro? Hey, man, everything is lovely, uh, can't complain. Peace and blessings, my brother. Uh, it's good to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. So we, we here again, uh, again a second time. Second episode, got a variety of topics we're going to go over. We're a little bit NBA heavy initially, but we're going to dive into some other things too and whatnot. Just a, a review of past week, things that happened and whatnot. So we'll jump right on into this thing and talk about your boy Stephen. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wardell, Stephen Curry. You said Wardell. Wardell. That's his first name. Government. Why he don't go with Wardell, bro? I wouldn't either. Why not? Wardell? That's his name, though, bro. That's stupid, bro. That's a stupid name, bro. You can't criticize that man's name. That's his name. He don't even go by it. I mean, Stefan. Stefan, bro. Better than Wardell. He he better be good at basketball (laughs) (laughs) with a name like Stefan. Wardell. Okay. But Wardell. He broke the three-point record, man. So, once that happens, you know the question is, is he the greatest shooter of all time? Well, I'm pretty sure it's consensus at this point. Should be. The fact that, you know, Ray Allen played his whole career. And Stephen, uh, Hasn't played his whole career yet. Not that we have seen. And he broke it. So, uh, it's kind of an easy answer. I would, I would, without having to think too hard about it, say he is. Uh, simply because of the volume, um, the type of threes that he takes, and the distance. He he has made it to where other players are now comfortable shooting that shot. That's not a comfortable shot to shoot. It ain't in an actual game. So his confidence levels are through the roof. Which, if you're a shooter, you need to be very confident in your shooting. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, who would who could argue it? Who you got if you're gonna <laughs> argue that? It's people that are out there that would argue that, but who? <clears throat> they're in the minority. We're not gonna call no names out on this podcast. You know somebody? Yeah, I, I hear. You know, I listen to other things. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. That's why I said I, I'm not gonna call these people out, bro. I want to know who they are. You're not calling them out. I'm asking you who oh, these people are. Rob Parker. Rob Parker says what about? He said that Steph Curry is not the greatest shooter of all time. So who does he think is the greatest shooter of all time? He said Ray Allen. Keep going. Right. Do you want to know why he said that? I hear you out. He said, just name me one big time shot that Steph Curry has made. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> to to me, when you make that kind of comment, then you can say Robert Orr is the greatest shooter of all time. Yeah. Um, In that context. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Oh, okay, Robert. Right. Robert. Robert got, Parker. Got, got you. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let you have that. But anyway, no, it, it, you're absolutely right. Steph is. Not, not only the volume, 
It's the percentage, the consistency of it. And it's not like he's just a spot-up shooter. Like This man is running off curls, digs, screens, flash screens, all kind of stuff. And he's shooting from distance. And teams know he's shooting it. And he's still doing his thing like this. Like, you just, it's off dribble. It's off the catch. It's from distance. Why don't they double him more? Because he doesn't get doubled at all. Is it because of where he's at on the floor? I think it has a lot to do with that. And the fact that he just don't, he's not stationary. He is constantly moving. No, no, no. So, okay, so let's think about it. Does does he run a skinner pick and rolls? He doesn't, huh? Mm-mm. So they can't double him off a of pick and roll because he never does a pick and roll. That's correct. Okay. So could they not send a double team at him as he's catching the ball? I think that's kind of hard to do too. Well, because, because of the type of offense they have? Right. Because there's so much movement in that offense. And you got to think too, you know, we can say what we want to say about uh, about – Backpack, Draymond, but he made good decisions with the ball. Okay, be, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't get carried away, okay? I just said he made good decisions with the ball. That's all I said. I, yeah, I would say the type of offense they run um, is definitely a part of the reason why you can't double him. Because if they did run screen and rolls, they double him. They would double him. Um, but, yeah, the, now that I'm thinking about it, if he doesn't have the ball, he's they don't run no screen and rolls with him? Mm-mm. Not with him? Do they run him at all? They do. It's just not with him. Hmm. Not with him being the, the, the ball handler. I hate to ask this question now that we're talking about the type of offense they run because most offenses today have pick and roll in it. Right. That's the that's the that's the offense. That it yeah. So but I will is say it a system thing, or I, I'm not saying he's not the greatest shooter of all mm-hmm. time. But now that we're talking about it, I'm kind of wondering if they ran a different type of offense, would he be able to get as many off? Because Dame has—I won't say Dame is as good of a shooter as he is, but they do run pick and roll. They do run pick and roll. We and he got to get rid of that ball. Right, right. Now I will say this though, to come back on that. When Mark Jackson was the coach, they did run more pick and roll because that's the style of basketball he grew up and was accustomed to when he was the head coach. Mm. And what did he say when he was their coach? I got the best shooting backcourt in in NBA history. He did. He saw it before we saw it. He saw it before everybody saw it. Yeah, it doesn't look like a crazy crazy comment anymore. No, no more. At the time, we were like, Shut up. Right. We were. We were. And we were like, man, come on, bro. Like, it ain't like that. But, yeah, man, I, I for those that don't say that, I just feel like, you, you know, you're hating. You got something against the, the, the little, the little light-skinned assassin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. How, how big is Steph? How big is he? He's like 6'3". Now, I said he was 6'4". Somebody told me he was 6'1". I think he's 6'4". Let's see how big he is. Now, if I look him up and, okay, it says 6'2". I give him 6'2". He's okay. not little, bro. He's not little. That's all I want. He, he, 
Steph is actually putting on more muscle over the years. Yeah, but he look compared to and your average NBA player. That's fine. Look, man, and and still from last week, I I still don't want you to be mad at me about my Aisha Curry comment. I know I I, I struck a nerve. You ain't striking no nerve, bro. You know, I'm sorry, bro. Cook some. Speaking of shooters, bro, <laughs> <laughs> we got to go here. Top five, man. Top five shooters of all time, bro. Who's top, top five, five shooters of all top time. Top five. Um, I got to put them in order? Yes. All right. I'm going to go. Number one, I'm going to go with Steph Curry. Okay. At the number two spot, I'm going to go with Clay. Okay. And and I'm, I, will, I will qualify that by saying... It's because I watched him. Hey man, you ain't got in real time. And that game, and it's two things he did. Now they're in they're in vacuums more or less. But we was talking about this man. Steph ain't the the team ain't quite the team unless you have KD on it or he's playing. And 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 I'm not gonna talk about his defense, but I will say this: that OKC game, game six. Hey. And that daggone game we had 37 in a quarter. Hey. Talk about it. Number three is Ray Allen. Ray Allen can't do that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Number four, I'm going to put uh, Brother Reggie Miller, just out of respect. Reggie. Five. Here is where it gets tricky for me because I don't think the top four – Statistically, and just by the way they played the game, we can't argue too much. Five is all about who what you like. So do I got to give you five? Mm-hmm. All right. And it's a reason why you got to give me five. We'll, we'll discuss that later on in this podcast. <clears throat> um. Let's see. I I wanted to go mock mood. But I'm not going to go Mahmoud. It's not a bad choice. I'm going to go controversial. I'm going to go KD. And I'm done. Still not a bad choice. So you got Steph, Clay, Ray, Reggie, and KD. Yeah. That's a solid top five, man. I do. I do. Because I think, because I was asking you this earlier, I was about to go down this road of how good of a shooter KD is. Is KD a better shooter than Dirt and Whiskey? Mm, I bet can Dirk shoot the three off the dribble better than KD? That'll be that'll See, be that's, that, what, that'll that's be, where the difference is. That'll be how we determine how good of a three point shooter you are because Clay can do it. We're not talking about Reggie Ray. Ray Allen can't do it, but he's a really good three point shooter. Right. So they're in a different type of category. Correct. But we start getting to, to, to five. We're in the weeds. Correct. So the reason why Steph is our number one is because he can do it so many ways. He can do it so many ways. Which one of them is off the dribble? So I'm asking you again: Is KD a better shooter than Dirk? When you break it down, as far as the off the dribble and the creativity, yes, because K, um, Dirk just isn't the ball handler KD is off the dribble. That that's that's where the difference lies. Okay. That's what a different lie. Um, but as far as your top five, I can't argue the top four at all. Because those those will be my top four 
in that same order. In that order, okay. In that same order. Now, five, like you said, it could be more so what you like, what you think, because the Mahmoud suggestion, absolutely. Because if you really want to go there, he was step before step. Off the dribble, distance, we we ain't never seen nothing like that before, you know. KD obviously he's going down as an all time great. You can throw Larry Legend in there. In his era, they didn't really you know they had three point later on, but he was still a great shooter. You can also throw Dame in there. We talked about him early on. So those four guys, you can't really argue it's more so what you like as a player. But for me, I'm going to go with Dame. And you talked about it before as far as doing the pick and roll, that type of thing and everything. That dude can flat out. He's the only other person that you can kind of compare to Right now, when it comes to Steph and the point guard as a shooter, and he's shooting from distance too, and he's done it in playoff game. Yeah, he waved bye bye to a couple of Negroes on the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> I, I, I was a deep dagger. I would say this: this is a little bit off the subject, but now that we're on it a little bit, we can almost say that. It might be some offense that's holding Dane back. Like for example, mm. we're we're talking about how Steph and it is running through my head. Steph don't get doubled. Why don't they double him? They can't double they him can't. because of the offense that he runs. They can't double. Dame and the people has, on his team though. Dame has say what? And the people on his team. When you have Clay, you can't double Steph. They don't double him when Clay's not playing though. Right, but what I'm saying is that they're like they're more hesitant of doing it, even more so because you got Clay on the court. Who, That's true. Who's going? You know what I'm saying? That's true. I don't know, man. I I just feel like maybe Dame had a different offense that he was running. Maybe he would be even higher up on our list because I'm not gonna look. I'm not arguing your five. Yeah, you're not gonna get me to argue with you about it. Okay, Dame, cool. Right, right. I it I think Sound that good, good person me. is just who what you like, who Sound, you prefer. Sounds good to me. Who you prefer. And and stick with the uh <clears throat> NBA topic. There was some reports earlier in the week, you know, that the Lakers looking to move Russ. Report reports where? Uh insiders. In, discussions. In, we talking about Twitter or we talking nah, about, man, I'm sources, talking about sources. sources, sources. So you talking about there's a leak in the Lakers organization. Try trying because they if you're doing this type of stuff, it's agents and GMs and front office people trying to see, get feel it, get the temperature of I wonder if we can actually do this. So you're telling me this is real. It's out there for a reason. Because they got these websites that are just give you yeah, like rumor nah, mill nah, stuff. Nah, nah, nah. This ain't like rumor mill stuff. Hear from? What'd you hear that from? I heard this on a couple of uh, posts that I follow. Mm-hmm. And it's from legit NBA people. I'll okay. put it like that. It's okay. not no, you know what I'm saying, eggshell on Twitter. So they're, that. so they're trying to do what? There's talks amongst the organization. 
that, okay, we tried this rust thing, this rust experiment. It's not working like how we thought it would work. Can we trade them? Should we trade them? Is this a good idea, bad idea? What's your thoughts? The question is, from the Lakers' perspective? Yes, from the Lakers' perspective. Would you trade? Would you trade Russ? Yes. Mm. The reason I would trade Russ is because um, we shouldn't have had Russ from the beginning. What? What? What'd you give? What? What'd you give up for Russ? Kuzma and KCP. I'm giving and Montrez. I mm. give up KCP and Montrez. But I wouldn't give them up for Russ. I might even keep stupid Kuzma. Right. Just because you need bench you need bench scoring sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he's willing to shoot it. Well, Russ, I mean, you kind of know what you're getting with Russ. And mm-hmm. I I hate to say it like this. The Lakers are about championships. Mm-hmm. That's a franchise that's accustomed to, to winning. They're all about the chip. Yeah, yeah right. they, they're all about... They're they're they state in history. Boom or bust. Like Westbrook's not a winner. Mm. Never really been a winner. I mean, I could maybe see Rondo. I could I could maybe kind of get with you on Dwight maybe. But as far as trading major pieces for us, the Lakers at this point they should trade them. I would be terribly surprised. If anybody made a deal with them, because the rest of the league can look at that and go, you guys are weakened. I want to win. Why mm-hmm. would I help you out of your conundrum? If LeBron is so good and AD is so good and the Lakers aura is so great, y'all can work through it and win with Russ. I wouldn't help him. Should they trade him? Yes. Are they going to be able to trade him? I didn't think that Dwight Howard would be playing playing basketball in the NBA right now. Right. I thought Antonio Brown was done in football. I did not think Russell Westbrook would get traded this many times. So, of course, he could be traded, but where the hell are they trading him to? And that's the, and that's the next question. But I agree. I, I see why they did what they did. Why? I think it was more so them looking at the fact that, okay, hey, we're going to try to give LeBron some days off. We already know about AD and his history with injuries. If we had Russ on the floor, okay, we know one thing for sure. Russ coming 110%, 90% night in, night out, no questions asked. Well, they're getting what they asked for then. Right. So – in that aspect, I get why they did what they did because they looking long term, not necessarily regular season. Hey, just as long as we can get in the playoffs and our two main guys are healthy, we're okay wherever we fall in them one through eight. But, but we see how this experiment go. If you can trade them, trade them. That's what I would do. Yeah. But you trading them for anything just to just get him out of the locker room or you trade them for something and it's not specific? It, and it's not necessarily trading him because he he's a bad dude, a bad teammate. None of that. 
it's just more so. It's just not the right fit. So who are they trying to trade him for? Uh, that and that's that's the part because you got in the NBA we know we trades salaries have to match up and all of that. So you got to start looking at other teams that have people that they want to get rid of to make the contract or to make the money work. You know what they should try to get? McCollum. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. No, that that would do the Lakers some good. Because he can shoot. He can handle the ball. He knows how to defer. He knows how to defer. He know he can play some defense. He can he can take pressure out of LeBron. That's 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 a good suggestion. But then Dane will leave immediately. <laughs> that's the part. Like that, <laughs> Russ and Dane. I don't think that would fit at so, all. So should the Lakers have got Buddy Hill instead of Russ in the offseason? Yeah, yeah, they should have. Yeah. That, I mean, that was the better fit yeah. per se. The better fit. Shoot, see if by they, all men. They need to see if they can't pull that move or get De'Aaron Fox out of Sacramento, man. All them, all them cats out of there. That's yeah. enough money. De'Aaron yeah. Fox, Buddy Hill, and what's the uh, Bagley? Get them all up out of there. Bagley. <laughs> <laughs> I can see him play, man. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, so we agree. They should trade them, but it's just a matter of. Who you going to trade yeah, them to they, and they, what you can get. They should trade them, but let's be honest. Who the hell is dumb enough to trade for us? Well, we said that when he's he making signed, about forty something a year, man. But think about how many times he's been traded, though. That's true. Team, team's been traded for, yeah, and they've been trading them away too. They've been trading them away too. Uh, they might, they might. You can figured. get the money off the books. That's good for you. Okay. Now, if you, I feel like it'd be more so those teams like the Sacramento, where we need people to come into the stands. Nobody's coming to see Russ, bro. No, nah, people do come to see Russ. Trade, trade that nigga back to Oklahoma City. <laughs> <laughs> get hey, back. hey, why you get tripping? A, get a nigga they, back hey, to Oklahoma. Get, I do it. And get Gilgis. I do it. Call it a day. They wouldn't trade Gilgis for it, but, I mean, you know, you, you can take some of them other cats off their team. You can get a, what's that nigga name? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> number five. Number five, Dork, bro. <laughs> nigga named Dork. Get that nigga. Yup. Hey. Why we on the Lakers, bro? Right. AD man, my man. That's my boy. You said that was my. Uh, you said that was my boy last week. That's still my boy, man. That's AD. Boy. Yeah, yeah. AD got hurt, man. What you got? Sprained knee, sprained MCL, ACL, sprained <sighs> something. As my older brother would call a guy like this, he calls these type of dudes tenderonies. <laughs> a- AD is definitely. <laughs> In the tenderoni category, man. Yeah. Um, I love you, bro. You got all the talent in the world. But you are headed down that Grant Hill, Tracy McGrady road, man. And and the funny thing about it is, at least you got your championship. At least we was talking about you like you could be great. At least you fooled LeBron. You living in California. Good job, bro. Um, But at this point, look. I love his game. If he's aggressive and blah, 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 he's top five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We got uh, that. We got that. But, bro, everybody's body ain't meant, meant for it. Hey, man. We, we, we take it We take it into account that some people's body aren't meant 
for athletics. And uh, damn, I mean, and and let's think about it. He'll recover from this. He'll come back. He'll get hurt again, bro. I've never seen a dude play that was so good, but every time he fell to the floor, you thought his career was injured. I mean, his career was over. Like, he would fall every time. He grabbing knees and ankles and everything. Bro, you too big to be rolling around on the floor all the time, man. Like, what you mean he too big, bro? He too if he big, already hurt, bro. No, no, no. Well, I, I ain't talking how about. You want, how you want him to be on I'm the ground, I'm not talking bro. about being hurt. I'm just talking about he lands stupid. Leave him alone, bro. He lands stupid. Hey, I got a hot take. My first hot take for this podcast. Hot take. You ready? I'm listening to your hot take, bro. Hey, man, trade that nigga, bro. Trade AD, bro. Trade him. Trade AD. You want to know why? Do you want to know why? Go ahead, bro. I honestly feel... Trade AD. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why do I gotta talk about this? Listen, bro. AD. Let me ask you this before I go into my spiel. Do you feel AD is gonna be better than he is right now? Yes. Why is that? Because he's only gotten better throughout his career. It just so happens he's getting older, which means he's getting more injuries. But he is getting better at basketball. Okay. So, and I'm going to say this. And he plays with LeBron, let, so he's learning the game, too. Let me, let me preference this, though. If it's not for the injuries, we are not having this conversation. My thing is more so because he's always hurt. He's always nicked up. He's always banged up. He's always missing games. He never played a full season. Always. All right, man. You brought, so, it, you brought it up. I know. Who the I know. hell are you trading AD for? And that's where we going with that next. I feel like for the Lakers, because of how their team is built currently, he's your best trade asset to get younger talent in there and to get some draft picks because – LeBron ain't got that much, that many more years left in him. You got to start building for the future. At some point. You can't keep having but, these but old they, but, cats. And but didn't they here. have that before? Didn't they trade that away to get AD? No, no. I get that. I get that. Now, So they going to just go back to what they were before? No. Nah. You got to make the right selections when you had those picks, too. So, you're, you're talking about trading AD now, right? Right. And the people that are coming back are playing with LeBron, right? Mm-hmm. LeBron wanted AD, Courtney. I get that. I get that. I feel like LeBron probably thinking like, God damn. LeBron knew he... LeBron be hurt all the time now. Nah. Oh, man, it, <laughs> How old is he, bro? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's, That's what, what I'm saying, saying too. But LeBron know that AD's injury prone. It's not like he didn't know that. Bruh. We all, if I knew it we and all, you knew I it, get that, how the man. hell does LeBron not know that AD's Bruh, injury LeBron. prone? LeBron. 
Go, keep going. I got him. But hold on. Go. What did Kirk Cousins just do? <laughs> Kirk Cousins, everybody. We're doing commentating. Uh, Kirk Cousins is a coward. Let's continue. Uh, but anyway, but no. Nah, I mean, I get why you traded for him. I get that. The talent, he's young. I think, how old is the brother? Is he 28 yet? I think he might be 28. Come on, man. Check that out. But listen. Where I where I soured on AD a little bit, and not and not because of the the player. He's phenomenal. They win the championship. The following year, in my mind, he should have been a league MVP. Okay. He didn't. He came into the thing out of shape. It's almost as though he just rested on the fact that I got a chip, man. We good. Nah, bruh. <laughs> I'm trying to pass the torch. If I'm LeBron, hey, man, I'm try- I'm 37, 38, or whatever. Bruh, I, ain't, I can't keep doing this. I can be the Robin to your Batman, man. I'm willing to give you this thing. Take us. Keep us going. You the man. I'm just here. I'm just here. He, he let that man down, bro. He let LeBron down. He let him down, man. I disagree with that because he got LeBron as for a championship. He put Le- LeBron in legendary status with three chips with three different franchises. He did. He's not going to – LeBron doesn't win that championship in L.A. during the bubble – Without AD. He does not. Okay. So, I I, I agree. AD and his injuries, they're, they're a bit frustrating. But at the same time, you know, life ain't perfect. It is just another illustration of how life is imperfect. And we, we can want what we want. And we can want things to be ideal. And they're not. But we also have to, you know, look at the greatness of the guy. Um, I would not trade him. Unless I'm getting Giannis back, or um, come on, bro. Let's be I mean, what, what are you talking about? Who am I getting real, back? Man. Pascal Siakam? Who who we trading AD real, for? Man. I'm you, not getting KD. Now, 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 I don't want Kyrie on my team. No. Who I, we you, trading AD for? Jalen okay. Brown? You want Jalen Brown? Listen. Or Jason Tatum? Why don't you Listen. get one of them guys? I, I take one of them. I sure would. You won't win no championship with them? How, how do you know? You don't know that. We all hypothetical right now. We are. But you don't you don't know. You can't just flat okay, out. Okay, well, well well those are you got those are the guys you want to go with. Russell Westbrook and LeBron. You want you want the, you ain't getting both of them. You getting Jason Tatum you get, or you Jalen get one Brown. of them. Which and one you and want? some other pieces. Off their team. Oh, and they got nothing there out of pieces, nah, bro. Man, you can you can you can put together something. You want Peyton Pritchett, bro? No, man. Nah, nah, nah. Give me give me this give me the dumb dude. Number thirty six. Give me him. I'll take him. Marcus Smart, I'll take him too. I'll take. I'm not. Granted, so you take him. No, you take well, hold him. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart for AD. Right, but listen though, man, Celtics, it's not Celtics to dominate. With who? With Tatum and AD. Okay. See, yeah, see what hypotheticals nah. get you. It no, gets no, you no, nowhere. no, 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 no. Let's win, just they let's, win, let's they just, wouldn't dominate nothing. Let's just wait till they you, they go. They would dominate mediocrity. Let's just let's just wait. that's what they would dominate. Let's just wait to Rob Palenka 
takes your hot take and makes it a reality and trades a D. He should. That's a it's just a hot take, man. I'm just saying. You done got the best. You done got the best that you're gonna get out of it's AD. It's a bad take. That's fine. But that's you done got the best you're gonna get out of him. Because he, he I disagree. Not, when I disagree. If, if LeBron Lee, A D not leading you to no championship. What I mean. Huh. I mean, huh. Huh. <laughs> and that leads me to my next point. My next topic. Our next topic. And there was a poll done. Beginning of the season. Let's 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 make that known. The beginning of the season. And this poll was done by former NBA players. 118 former NBA players to be exact. And the question that was posed to them was, who was the best NBA player? And this is what they voted. They voted KD, 44%. LeBron at 31%. Giannis came in third at 13%. And then you had Steph and Embiid. They ain't put no percentage next to their name because that's not that's not. Why we here? We talking about these top three. Do you agree with based, the list based on coming into this season? Coming into this season, that that that's fair. Okay, that's very fair. I, I would agree that that's fair. It's very fair. But I would say that I thought I would think Giannis being third at thirteen percent. I thought that was pretty low. It's because it's because of his jump shot. Um, it's because LeBron um, is LeBron. The thing that stands out to me is KD at 44.4 because that lets me know that the older generation of ball players, they're looking at the game. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at what brothers can do in the game. Mm-hmm. And they know better than anybody, you can't win championships and playoff series alone. But we can watch what you're doing while you're trying. Mm-hmm. KD, until he lost uh, to Milwaukee. Was it Milwaukee? Milwaukee last year. He yeah. was balling. Bro. Mm-hmm. He was. He was balling. He was super balling. And the stuff he was doing... Giannis can't shoot like that. Mm-hmm. Giannis is a physical freak. He can do whatever he wants once he's on the move. But Giannis ain't got KD game. Right. LeBron, LeBron has mastered the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately for LeBron, he don't have KD's skill set. Right. I think that's fair. Well, I, I'm not surprised that KD is one. Really? I'm not. I'm not. Okay. But I'm, I'm not surprised because. One, and we, well, you know, LeBron is my favorite player. But that's year 19. The fact that he's still second on this list at this point is a compliment to him. Absolutely. So I'm more surprised at just where they rank Giannis in this It's, that ju- it's in the, this poll. It's the jumper and then basketball players that – that played before, 
they look at nuance. Uh, Last year, everybody got hurt. So Giannis won the championship, not going to take it away from him. Not going to take it away from him. Right. But, but okay. It was a lot of injuries last year. It was. And I, so I it wasn't, totally it wasn't, agree. It wasn't a clean. It, it wasn't clean. Championship. Right, right, right. So they're looking at, hey, we're going to give him his propers, but he ain't the best player in the league. If KD had his. Had the team that Giannis, like Giannis had his entire team minus DiVincenzo, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I don't mind the list mm-hmm. and the order. Right. I'm still a little concerned that Giannis isn't getting the respect he should deserve. From the older, these are older players that played the it's game. It's that jumper, bro. But you would it's think. It's that jumper and know. it was them free throws. You would think the older guys would respect what he did. Yeah, but when you start splitting but, ha- when you but, start but splitting hairs like no, that with I great get, players, bro, I get that. We got to get into their game. He didn't leave Milwaukee, and he won a championship with Milwaukee. Best player though. I no, I best, get, best player again. I don't. I think they got the first three per- people you correct. Just, you just want. I would think that percentage would be higher than 13%. I would think it would be somewhere close to 20, 25% maybe. Okay. That's all I'm saying. These same people did another poll, though. Best player in the league in five years. In five years? In five years from today. Five years from today. Who's going to be the best player in the league? They voted Giannis one. Five years from now, best player in the NBA. Right. They voted Giannis one at 28%. They had a vote in there that I don't know at 20%. Okay. And then a vote for Luka at 16%. I. My only thing about this is, how are you going to say you don't know? Like, I, I mean, I'm with how the, can that be second? I'm with the I don't know crew, bro. How can that be second? I'm with the I don't know crew, bro. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Put, put me in there with them. Um, I'm not I'm not giving Luka. Um, I'm not saying Luka's better than anybody in five years. And then Giannis, as good as he is and how he is progressing – I don't know how good KD going to be in five years. I don't know how good Steph going to be in five years. We're only talking five years from now. I don't know if the fat man gets his life together. And he's playing all the time and dominating. He probably won't, but. You're right. But Kim I don't, five years is, five years is, is, is some time. And and I will say, I and think. Giannis going to hit that AD bug and start getting hurt. Then we'll be doing that. But hold on, you I will I will say this on this AD list. He might be the best player. That that won't happen. Why are you? What, what, hey, what's he, happening with you and AD, bro? <laughs> we need to go back to AD. Nah, nah, we Good don't. We don't. Great. I will say this though. I only put the top three for the next uh, for the best players in five years. I do believe, if my memory serves me correct, KD was four, and it was more so to do about his age than anything else. Yes, age. That's all that was. It's an age thing. It's an age thing. When when we talk about that, 
You know I think, what I'm saying? I think Steph should have a higher percentage there than Luca, in my opinion. In five years? You know how old Steph is? How old is he? 33? 32. I believe he's 32. 32 or 33? 33. 33. Okay. 33. So, so we, we're talking 30 about 38. He won't be the best player. He's, and that's the same age as KD. I think KD, 33 too. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think he's the same age. But that Giannis is a good answer, but I'm just I'm just not a you know, I like I like I like my ball players to be complete packages. He just he's just not a complete package yet. The thing I can appreciate about Giannis is the thing that we can lament Simmons on. Ooh. He be, he shoots. He yeah. might not shoot him good. He don't care. But he shooting him. He don't care. He don't care. All right. I so, will give you that. For sure. So, I like that about you And I can tell, even though it's, it's slowly but surely getting better. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so it gets, let me, it's getting better. So, so let me ask you this, then. Next five years, who do you think are the top five players in the league? The top five, the best five players in the league in five years from today? I, 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 I don't have an answer for you, bro. Okay, number one, um, I've been on my Bob Marley, Devin Dude. Two, uh, I got some. What's Man, you can, you can forecast, up. bro. Stewart, Napa Valley, Cabernet, Sauvignon. Uh, you got some old, some 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 kind of whiskey over there. JP, Wiseman. I'm not. Man, you can forecast. I'm bro. not about to rack my brain for five years from now on some basketball people, bro. Um, let me see. Trey Young, Luca. Um, AD, just to make you mad. Um, you gonna put Fat Boy in there, Pillsbury? No, I'm not putting him in there. He he has to play basketball before I put. Okay, him in. okay, I agree. Uh, John Moran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you want. Yeah. <laughs> we get somewhere now. <laughs> and Donovan Mitchell, leave me alone. Woo! Leave me alone. I like the Donovan Mitchell. Hey, Giannis. You said Giannis. Luca. You Luka. actually listened to that bad answer? I did. Like nah, that was, that was a good answer. Oh, okay. You think about the think about the young stars that are in the league right now. I mean, Trey gonna be in the top five. You got Luka gonna be in the top five. You got them three. John Giannis, Morant. I just need him to John. just keep going. Just keep going. And I think And don't he, get hurt. He don't has hurt. that that's his that's his plan. But he had he has a little AI in him. Oh yeah. Where he, he just go hard every time he on oh, the he court. A dog, he a dog. Right, right, right. So I think I think he will be in that conversation. Fat boy get in there, man. Now he, he, you already are. We gonna talk about him next. But you already said I'm that. not calling him Fat Boy. Did Pillsbury, I call him Fat Boy? Pillsbury. You don't want to call him names. I think he'll hey, be fine. And Donovan Mitchell, that's a sneaky pick. That's a sneaky selection, bro. I appreciate it. That's a sneaky one. Hey man, I don't know but if you noticed. Look, I, look at their record every year. They're good I'm, always. Can I add one more to that though? Tatum? No. I think we gotta add Joker in there, bro. Melo? Joker. No. No, you don't like that Joker, bro. Joker's fine, bro. Okay. Joker's fine. You're gonna have you're gonna have to uh use all your your statistics and your analytics and your numbers to talk me into some to some to some Joker. Why why did you say Melo? Love Melo. <laughs> Not mellow, mellow. La, la mellow. I know who you were talking about when you said it. Well, 
Lamborghini green. He got a little game. He got to get a better jump shot, but he got a little game. Hey, man. Ant-Man, where you at? He my favorite player, bro, right now. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie. Ant, 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 Ant Man remind me of Jordan. He remind me of Jay. Hey, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. He the closest thing to Jay in my mind right now in the league. Oh, he got only thing he has to do is stay aggressive. Low. Stay aggressive, my hey, brother. Hey, man. And he needed to get cat traded. <laughs> get cat traded. <laughs> Hey man, you know why? It Yo, was a bad reason. Keep because your eyes on that dude, man. Because Cat is messing with them dashians. He's in. He's in that circle. I thought he. I thought he got out of that. He ain't messing with a girl no more. I don't the think JW he was, chick. He ain't messing with no more. I don't think he is. You get sucked into that environment. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad. It it's a bad. Up, move. It ends up in a. It ends up on the floor in the on the bunny ranch somewhere in, in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and you out here looking stupid, doing looking country, stupid. you doing country Wayne videos. It gets bad. Mm-hmm. Keep going, bro. Yeah, but watch out for Ant Man. I like Ant. Yo, I like him. He's funny, but the dude be hooping though. He be hooping. He be hooping. Now we we said we said uh, in our private notes, and I'm this is full disclosure right now. Full disclosure. We wasn't going to be so long winded. Clearly. Uh, hey, man, we having a good time. I don't know about you. We having a good time, bro. Right. I mean, I I got to wake up in the morning and work out, but we having a good time regardless. You know you addicted to working out, right? Well, we'll talk about that later. Speaking of addiction. <laughs> good segue, DJ No Good. Luca and Pillsbury Zion Williams. I'm just saying, bro. What, what's his name again? Bill Barry. Look, man, I've seen different reports saying man. that the, the camera angles and the pictures are different and frames. But, but, and, but I'm not necessarily talking about his weight when I call him Pillsbury. Part of it isn't. But my thing about him is get on the court, bro. What, what, what are you doing? You got a bad foot, bro. You can't, you can't, if you, you can't. If you have a foot injury or a lower leg injury, you can't do shit on those. Now, what he should be doing, he should be watching what he eats. That, that, that we go. And he should be swimming and riding a bike. That, that, pretty that, pretty that's simple what stuff. I'm talking about. Man. And those type of things he can do. Right. Now, if he doesn't have enough discipline to not do those things, you know, it is what it is. It, now, but, I, but, but. You hit but, it on the but, head, bro. But, when he does play, he he's, a, pl- he's he's good. He's a good player. He's a good player. Okay, he's can good. you trust that? How old is twenty one? Yes. All right, I'm gonna give him a couple of more years. We we gave Greg Oden like four years. Let's just give Zion four years. Well, let me ask you okay? this. Let me ask and you after this. the fourth year, if he's still fat and not playing. Then we can write him off. I'm not ready to write him off because he had he he played and he did well. So imagine this: Kaluka already got his money. If Zion Williams came to you right now, you the general manager of the Pelican. Hey, uh, GM, I'm ready to sign this uh contract extension. What you gonna do? 
You know what I would do? Uh-huh. I would offer him that contract, but I would put all kind of language in the contract for like um weight checks, <laughs> <laughs> exercise bonuses. Okay. I would I I would put chefs in his contract. I would put all kind of stuff to make the contract work for me. And if he don't agree to my chefs and my weigh-ins, and my uh, deductions. So, so if he doesn't make weight, I don't. So I, I say, okay, thank you, man. I'm, I'm willing to do this if you're willing to commit to me. But if he just like give me some money and I'm gonna keep, you know, eating whatever I'm eating. So I, you know, I ask you that because there's been reports that he could potentially be one of the first rookies who doesn't accept that first. Contract extension. All of all of the superstars, all of the best players, all of them take that first. One. Who's his agent? I don't know no, who his agent is. It's not Rich Paul, is it? No, no, it's not Rich Paul. Okay, but I, I mean, I think I might handle that a little different way if he came at me and said, "You hey. were, you and Zion." No, I just be like, "Yo, hey, look, man, let's not worry about that right now. That's gonna be here." We got to get you on the court, bro. Let's let let's work on that first. Mm-hmm. Because you displayed that when you are available to play, mm-hmm. you're one of the best players in the league. We just got to get you on the court. Like I'm not, I'm not concerned about the money, the contract. I ain't concerned about all of that because that's going to come. Mm-hmm. We just got to get you there. You willing to put in the work to do it? That, that's all I need to know. Because if you're willing to do that, we're going to get you on the dotted line. We're going to get you on the dotted line. Who that GM? Uh, your boy from uh from Cleveland. I can't think of his name right now. Dave Griffin. That's it. That's it. It escapes me. But you're right. Dave Griffin. Hey. <laughs> Zion ain't going to Dave Griffin talking about signing me up for more years. But we, I think he, I don't, you know, honestly. We're in a day and age, bro, where. I tell you this, it's though. It's player empowerment time. It is. And, My, and these players are using their, they use, they're going about things in a way where we should be happy that they're doing it like this. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily approve all the social media, all the whole, the Ben Simmons thing that he's doing. That's some modern day type some, stuff. That's some sucker stuff. He man. can't get away with that 10, 15 years ago. He can get away with that today because we got mental health issues. And we got all of this all of this softening up of the man type stuff going on. I'm going to tell you where he messed up at. And we're we going to get off the subject a little bit. Ben Simmons messed up at because he wanted to get traded. When they said you ain't, we ain't gonna trade you. That's when all this other stuff started popping up, all this mental health stuff and all this and that. If he was playing on another team, he would be playing right now. He he just trying to force his way out. He didn't do a good job. He wasn't advised appropriately or whatever the case may be. He could have handled that behind the scenes. Yo, look, hey man, I don't like what y'all did to me. I want to be traded. But I'm going to be professional. 
I'm gonna come to practice. I'm gonna come work out. I'm gonna come to training camp. I'm gonna play. Y'all find a deal. Get me out of here. Mm. That's all he had to do. But he wanted to take this approach, like you said, and use this whole mind, mental, you know what I'm saying, whatever the case is, and you right. 15 years ago, this stuff wouldn't fly. No. It they, wouldn't fly they, at all. They finding them left and right. It he, wouldn't fly at all. Coming to practice. Bro. And it's so easy to use that excuse now. Yeah. Like, you know, and we, we'll probably get on this in one of our other podcasts for sure. But these these casts is way different than we are. And we not that old. But they way different than we are. We weren't raised like this. We weren't raised like this, bro. Not at all. But, uh, Luca. Luca? What about him? Man, he. he... Stop, stop. Come in the season in shape, bro. I mean, we gave you the money. We did all this. You showing out for your country. I get it. Country pride and all that. They're not paying you this kind of money. Bring your ass in the shape, bro. I mean, be I... better. Be better. So, your issue with Luca is he came into the season out of shape. And it's not his first time. Do you think that he'll continue to do that? He's done it so far. Why is he doing that? Man, that's the question you got to ask him. They let him get away with it. I mean, and at that age, I would probably do the same thing. What I'm this mean? I'm this good. I'm still putting up these numbers. And I ain't even in shape. And you gave me the money. Why would I change what I'm doing? Unless he don't want to go down being one of the all-time greats that ever did this thing. He's just satisfied with what he get out of being a, just a perennial all-star, and that's it. I don't know. And that's the thing. I, 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 I'm I not as uh, in the loop as you are when it comes to Luka Doncic's weight when he comes into the season. Um, 260. He was 260 when he came in? This year, bro. 260. Damn. 2-6. That, that's unacceptable. From from your best player, that's the point guard. That's a little unacceptable. It, now, but it but, affects everything. It affects the team, though. Okay, so so what are we what are we playing for? Are we playing for the beginning of the season or are we playing for the season? We're playing for the season. Do you think that they'll make the playoffs? Is he is he jeopardizing their chance of making the playoffs? I think so. Initially. Okay. And the only reason why I say that is because you gotta think about this. You got a new coach, you got a new philosophy. You know what I'm saying? Those types of things. Okay. So you got players that's on the team that's gonna look at him. What is he doing? Right. He's our leader. Right. We got a new coach. Is he buying in? Is he not? That kind of thing, where it okay. affects everything that's right. go, that goes on in the locker room, the chemistry, all of that. And would it be the same if he had, if, if if old boy was still there? I can't think of his name. Carlisle. He didn't like Carlisle. He didn't like that. I did hear about that. He didn't like Carlisle. And, and he's a dummy for that. Who? Carlisle. 
Yeah. He's a dummy. Well, well, based on what I read, Carlisle alienated um, the guys that... Dennis Smith, wasn't it? Yeah. It was Dennis Smith. Who? Finney Smith. I think Finney Smith still played with him. But he basically... But Dennis Smith was like the first thing that he did to kind of... It kind of made Luca, you right. know, turn and him I, off. And I get but that. I, I mean, I don't know, bro. Here's the thing about Luca, where you might be splitting hairs a bit. Luca has been playing professional basketball since he was a teenager. True. Now, he might be at a stage in his life mm-hmm. where he's looking at it in the off season. I've been doing this for so long. I just want to rely. I finally got this money. You know, I, I don't know what type of women he's dealing with, but I'm pretty sure they're, they're top of the lines. <laughs> Those top of the line young, young ladies, you know, mm-hmm. they like to have fun, my brother. Okay. They like to eat good. They like to drink good. You know, All of it. it's, Everything. A good, it's a good time. All of it. And Luca, as far as I understand, he's a younger he's a younger gentleman like we were back in the 22, day. Twenty two, twenty two. Yeah, he's a young man. Mm-hmm. He's in America. He's a hero back home. He's so good at basketball. Very. You know, the expectations in Dallas are not for them to win championships right now. Mm-hmm. So I think he's using he's using that. Um, he's taking advantage of the fact that the expectations aren't low for the team. They're high for him. He can meet them. But for you, you're saying no. He's a, you can be an all-time great, get your ass in here in shape, and dominate. So I, I hear where you coming from, but we're taking out of the account. Man, this brother's been playing ball professionally for a long time and may, maybe for the last couple of years. And, and maybe you're dealing with a coach that alienated your homeboys True. that made you comfortable in the country. You know, you – he just wanted to kick it. He came in overweight. If he plays enough basketball and comes to practice enough, he'll lose that weight. You know, he won't be the first basketball player to come in out of shape and and get the weight off. That's fine. But I, I understand. I understand where you come from. Yeah. If 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 that's if that's how you want to be remembered and and whatnot, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But if he wants to be or go down. In the conversation, which is MJ, your LeBron, your Larry, and Magic as one of the top five to ever do this thing. He got time, bro. He, he got time. He got a lot of time. He he has time. He does. But we wasn't having these conversations when it came to Kobe. Yeah, when it but, came to but here's the thing. One, you only start really having those conversations when the conversation starts. The national media has not had started having conversations about Luca. Why haven't you won yet? And once that happens, then we can go down. But right now, he's trying to get his legs under him and maybe, hopefully, get a team um, around him that can get him a chance. He don't have a championship roster around him. What year is this for Luka? Four. This is fourth year? Came in with trade. I think this is four. Four If it's not four, it's three. I want to say four. Fourth year, right. Now, they made the playoffs the last two years. Correct? Correct. And they lost to the same team, which I think really was just a bad matchup for what they had. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> now, it would be different because in that Carlisle story, 
he did say he wanted to draft Donovan Mitchell. They ended up getting Dennis Smith Jr. So that may have played a different part in everything. So I agree. Hindsight being 2020, yes, you should have uh, drafted Donovan Mitchell over Dennis Smith Jr. But at the end of the day, that was a relationship there between Dennis Smith and Luka. And if you're the coach, you got to see that and understand that and let that be. Coach him up. Whatever the case is, you got to understand that dynamic between those two. That He's your best player in the NBA. And we know how superstars are. And then you alienate them. Then you turn not only Luka, you turn the whole team against you. Do they want to play for you at this point? I mean, your thoughts. I mean, I feel like I feel like on that team at that time, even though he was young, everybody on the team knew that Luka was the leader. And they knew that he was indifferent to Carlisle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was because of his treatment to Smith. You know, it, it get it, that that's a slippery slope where you go where, okay, I want to cater to what the best player wants or I want to improve the roster, okay? Mm. So, yeah, I know he loves this guy, but if I can move him for somebody better to help the team win, he'll eventually like that guy as well because he's a professional, we're going to win, blah, blah, blah. But let me ask you this. As I, go ahead. Who... Was Dennis Smith drafted before Luca? Was Dennis on the team before Luca got drafted? I think so. There's, okay, all yeah. right. Because his rookie year, Dennis Smith was a sensation. Gotcha. He was a phenomenon. He was a. Hey man, he was dude, a phenom. Man, the dude can hoop. Hey man, as we speak, he's playing basketball in the NBA. He, he, this might be he, like his third or fourth team. Right, 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 right. He's right. still in the league. That says something. It I've, does. I've known personally guys. It does. Who got drafted. Say a lot. And they flake out. They get that three-year deal. They do not get their rookie year. Uh, Dennis Smith has has made a way to stay in the league. He's still in the league right now? He played with Portland. Let me ask you this. Is he better than Michael Beasley? What do you mean better? A better basketball player? Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. Michael Beasley is a better scorer. Mm-hmm. He's more skilled than Dennis Smith, but Dennis Smith um, does something that Michael Beasley doesn't do. He plays hard. Okay. He's not as good as Michael Beasley. Okay. That, but there, there is a, there is a, there is a value in sports if you play hard. Because and not be coachable. Every, and not not everybody plays hard. You you we all have known mm-hmm. Negroes <laughs> who are good at sports who want to be Negroes when they're playing the sports, but, as opposed to doing what the coach says and playing hard. That, it, that's gonna be a future feel good segment. So, because we do know one for sure, right? We do know. Okay, all right, all right. Well. You're right. He should have placated to a certain degree in the fact that there was a relationship there. And he understands the business of basketball. Like, Luca is the star. Mm-hmm. 
you got to kind of give in some on certain things or whatnot. And if you can't pick up on the fact that there was a relationship there, should you even be a coach? Yeah. Regardless of your agenda at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah, it, it it's unfortunate, but it know. wasn't like the dude, like you said, it wasn't like he was he he was trash. Should we not take that into a, to the account of how uh, Luca is behaving now when it comes to uh, coming in out of shape? I mean, he has more. He he. I'm gonna tell you something, man. I know somebody who played basketball not at the highest levels, but politics made the guy go. The hell with this. I could I could do other things with my time in my life than play a game of politics about some basketball. I, now, some people get to that point to where they're like, it's not that important to them. I know that's taboo. I know most people should be chasing a bunch of money and status. But Luca, like I'm saying, if he has any kind of uh, individuality to him, he might be like, look. I know how good I am. I know I can apply myself. Look, man, some of these athletes are so good, they can turn on the switch. They can. I think Luke is one of them guys. He it's is. It's not like he's not balling right now. Right. He's just 260. 260, coming in the season good at 260. That, that, is, that is heavy. Though. Right. So, that is heavy. And, and, and to your point, I, I would give you the credit on that, uh, DJ No Good. Rick Carlisle came back as a head coach. He made that point. Well, you know what? They bringing him back. I'm good. I'm going to do – I'm going to relax this offseason. I'm going to come back. You got a new coach in. You know what I'm saying? They made they made a change. Yeah. Upper management. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay, we, we see the disconnect, the discord or whatever. We're going to make a change. Wouldn't you think that would – Initiate something on your end, being Luca. Oh man, they, they got know, rid of man. this guy. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And again, I get it. He is young. There's no veteran, which we we'll, we may go on to that topic later on in a different podcast too. But he ain't got he ain't got really no veterans on that team. Nah, kind of, you know what I'm saying, got, take him got, under the wing and, and, and showing the ropes. and Yeah, they probably shouldn't have got rid of J.J. They right. Kept, they should, they and that was, one of his, that was one of his boys. That's one of his boys, yeah. And they got rid of him. Yeah. They got rid of him. Yeah. It, 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 it's, you know, there's nuance to everything, man. It's not always black and white, right? That's true. That's true. And, and speaking of the nuances in black and white, uh... COVID, man. COVID, oh my God. We, 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 we going into the smack scene, bro? We, we, we going to it, man. We going to it. What, what What's your views on the smack scene situation, bro? Do you think uh, people should take the smack scene or you think people should do what's best for them, no matter if they got uh, conspiracy theories or not? What do you think? Overall, ultimately... I do feel like people should do what's best for them, ultimately. Very, uh, very Mahatma Gandhi of you, brother. I'm just saying, man. I mean, I mean, you know, you know. Truth be told, you know, I, I mean, I took a while to 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 get my to get that 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 jab, that back. Yeah. Uh, you know? They call it they call it the jab. 
the jam. That's so. It. So, what were your symptoms when you got? Did you get like a sore shoulder? Did you get like the flu? So the first one, nothing. They ain't getting nothing going on. Okay. Which I figured, cause I figured it was just introducing me to the, to the you know what I'm saying to the virus itself. The second one, which I got on Thursday, and this is Monday, so it was a couple days ago. Yeah. So Thursday, got it Thursday morning, about 10 o'clock. I was good all day Thursday. Okay. All day. No issues, no nothing. Woke up Friday. Your boy went and worked out, 5 o'clock in the morning. You addicted to that working out. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But when it worked out, 5 o'clock in the morning, worked out, I was good. Went home, took a shower, got in the bed as I normally do. During the week, get them the, you know, 30-minute nap in before I go out into work. Man, I woke up at 6.55. Bro, I felt stupid. Oh. I felt stupid, man. Like, head was hurt, had chills, body was aching, and my arm, bro, my arm was so sore <laughs> from where the shot was at. My arm was sore as I don't know what. And I was tight. Oh, no. And it wasn't for the workout. Because, again, when I woke up to go work out, none of that. I didn't feel any of that. I went and worked out like I normally do. No issues during the workout. None of that. So, I ended up calling out of work that day for that reason. And when I text my boss and let him know, like, hey, look, I got the shot. This is what I'm dealing with. You know. I may make it in. I may not. I don't know. I'll keep you posted. He said, okay, cool. When I read his text, put my phone down, I didn't wake up till 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It was at 7 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Okay. After you woke up, did you smoke some weed? Uh, No. Didn't have no weed to smoke. But when I woke up, I actually felt okay. Uh, Didn't have any issues when I woke up. Wasn't tired, none of that. My arm was a little sore still, but woke up and uh, I was good after that point. So that was my experience with the, with, with with that jab. Hmm. So would you get the booster? And that's the thing. When I got the jab, the second one, she was like, "Yeah, you'll be up for your booster in six months." And I'm thinking to myself, "Y'all, you're old <laughs> lucky. I came in here and got these two. So you talking about a booster already?" But she talking in six months, so it, you know it's it's just a wait and see. Yeah, I haven't heard much about the booster and what the effects are, whatever the case may be. But you know, I'm no scientist, but as your brother, I would encourage you uh, to just appreciate the fact that you got what you needed to get to survive in Babylon. That's it. Uh, don't do nothing else. Uh, continue to be addicted. To exercising yourself. Uh, <laughs> watch what you eat. Watch where you go. <sighs> put a mask on. And then, hey, man. You and know? that's funny because I was telling, uh, telling my wife. I wear my mask, man. Bruh, I was at the mall yesterday. Right? And I'm thinking to, at the mall was busy. So I was like, yo. And I understand the holidays and everything. I'm like, I got my shots and all that. 
I'm in the mall with a mask on. Still. Nobody got a mask Man. on. Man. No. Bro, these people walking around this joint like yeah, everything. Cool. It's 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 all good, and everything I cool. and I, I mean, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Hey man, look, it 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 it, it is it is time for um for all of us to take account of of our lives and our family, man, and, and do what's best. And for me, it's not worth it. It's not to to be around strangers. At this point, it's not worth it. It's not. And we went off on a little tangent on that COVID thing. But do you think the NFL and the NBA, both leagues, are they handling this situation in well, the appropriate well, way? You, you got more explaining. You got more explaining to do. You know, if I was, a, if I could do an accent, more explaining to do. More explaining. So. Uh, both, 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 both groups, both leagues, collective bargain, this whole COVID thing. And essentially, both sides, and that's the players, the player union, and the league itself, and it's both NFL and NBA, they agreed upon doing these certain tests. And if you're positive and are vaccinated, you only have to do X, Y, and Z. If you're non-vax, you have to do more steps to get back to the game. Now, we have gotten more people coming down with this thing in both NFL and NBA. And it's affecting the outcome of certain games, postponing games, all this kind of stuff. And some of these people that have tested positive. Some of the players that tested positive have indicated that they have been vaccinated. So, should they change up what's have been collective, collectively bargained to keep up with what's going on in this damn this damn time? A- a- answer me this. So, how does it work? Do they basically go? You can't come around your teammates unless you're negative. For how many days does an unvaccinated player need to be negative before he can get around his teammates? So say, for example, I'm unvaccinated, but I take a negative test. I don't have COVID on Monday. Can I come around you on Monday? Yes. If you if, if I'm you're un- negative if, and if tested. I, if, I'm yeah. un- if I'm if I am vaccinated. And I take a test and I'm not, I don't have COVID on Monday. Can I come around you on Monday? Mm-hmm. So basically they have it to where you can only come around your teammates, unvaccinated or vaccinated, unless you're, you don't have COVID. Right. That day. Right. I don't have a problem with the rules, bro. Because my, my thought process is vaccinated or unvaccinated. If you have COVID. No matter if you have a conspiracy theory running through your mind to where if they give you the jab, you got it. Or if you don't get it, you're safe. Either way, once you get what they deem to be COVID and you test positive, I think that you should not be allowed around other people until you don't have it. That's all I got. 
So if that's their rule, it's fine with me. Whether you symptomatic or asymptomatic. If you got COVID, stay the hell away from me. Okay. You could be vaccinated or unvaccinated. Courtney, right now, you could, if you are vaccinated and have COVID, go away, bro. <laughs> get the hell away from me. It's, I get if it. you're unvaccinated and you have COVID, bye-bye. Right. Now, are you talking as a player? I'm talking as a player. I'm talking as a human being. Okay. I, because I, when I go to work, I don't want people who have that shit around me in my face. Okay. Vaccinated, vac- or unvaccinated, masked or unmasked. Go away from me. You should not be around other people if you have what they deem to be the COVID. I, so if that's I, what the I, rules I are that. in these sports... That's what the rules are, bro. All right. So, if you are owner of a team, a company, mm. and the, these are what the rules are to this point, and yet you're being penalized, may not be the right word, but I'm going to use it anyway. Penalized because you have a couple people who have tested positive for COVID that are vaccinated, that are asymptomatic. They don't have no symptoms or anything like that. But yet, because of what rules have been agreed upon, you can't make any money as the owner of your your team, owner of your company, or whatever the case may be. Does your point of view change? So we got a postponed game. You can't get the parking venue. The you know what I'm saying the the the, the people buying the hot dogs and the drinks and pretzels and all of that. You ain't getting none of that income coming okay, in because so we done postponed we're a couple from, games. If we're talking from a perspective of an owner. We're talking from a perspective of somebody who is a business person. Correct. We're talking from the perspective of somebody who has tax people. Mm-hmm. We're talking from the perspective of people who have assistants and all these different types of departments that work for them. Hold on. So hold on. Hold on. That steward good, bro. That steward is good, bro. <laughs> like I don't that? know where you got that from. Yeah, but yeah. that steward is on point. That's some ball. My shit. bad. That's some ball shit. My so, bad. Go that's ahead. Ball shit. My so bad. so My basically, bad. so what I'm saying is. If I got all of those things in place and I'm the owner of a team, I'm not looking at myself as the owner of a team for one game of the season or just hell for one season that's going to go tank my business. Because if I'm an owner of a team, that means, look, look, you can't end up to be an owner of, a, of any kind of sports franchise unless you have been vetted and approved and and gone through some type of financial uh, analysis. Mm-hmm. So my point is, we can be short-sighted and go, I'm going to lose money this season. I'm going to lose money this game because of this COVID stuff. Or I can be like, okay, if I bought this team for $15 million, if I hold on to them for 10 years, no matter what the fuck happens, it's going to be worth a billion at the end of them 10 years. I can eat a couple of years of lost revenue because of a virus. And even if I don't, even if I don't make that profit, um, most of these guys end up selling their teams. 
or they pass it down to their children, right? Mm-hmm. That's how that works. Right. Um, but what I'm saying is, I can't see an owner, and plus it makes them look righteous for sticking up for the health and safety of their, look, man, in corporate America, this is what corporate America, they talk, this is what they're talking about. And it could be just, it just be words. Mm-hmm. They say, our main priority is your health and safety. Uh-huh. If I want players to play for me and believe in me, if I if they see that I took a stand and I didn't, I, all I had to do was not complain. We had players that had COVID. We had players that couldn't play. We probably lost the game. We lost the, you know, we we lost the division. We didn't make the playoffs. So on and so forth. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, five years from now, if I stay the course, I'm going to get that money back. So, I mean, I don't think an owner should be stupid and try to be short-sighted and saying, no, I want my money now. Change these rules so they can play immediately. If you as a player, you've been vaccinated, fully vaccinated, not you got one shot, you got both your shots, all of that or whatever, you test positive and yet because of what has been collectively bargained and you asymptomatic, no fever. Let me ask you a question. Why am I being tested if I'm vaccinated? That's part of the rules. I thought vaccinated players don't get tested. No, I think they still have to get tested. Oh. Because you just you just don't know. Okay. So I mean you can have, you know, the contact tracing or whatever the case is. But anyway, you you don't show any signs or anything like that. But because you are you tested positive, mm-hmm. you gotta do a certain amount of tests to be negative to return back. But what if in that time frame you're not able to do that, but then you lose money? How do you feel about that? You lose a game check or whatever the case is. I got to go to my rep. Okay. I got to go to my player's rep and say, mm-hmm. hey, what, what am I in this union for? If y'all can't get this money back for me. I mean, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you playing by the rules, you still get doc pay. What else can you do? What, what you, up? Can't, you ain't going to quit. That's your job is to run is to run and run around run and around. get hit in, in tights and pads. That's true. Now, now what they have done um, in these instances is they've, said they reduced the number of tests. So it's not like two or three tests within a certain amount of period you're if you're about, vaccinated. You're talking about, okay, yeah. So, like, if you are vaccinated, you might be able to come back and be okay after one negative test within 24 hours. Because right now, I think it's like two or three tests or something like, something crazy. Within it's, two, a, it's two tests within, within 24 like, hours? Within 24 hours for unvaccinated. That, that, that is kind of... That is kind of crazy. If you vaccinated, and like if you've done everything that they've asked you to do, I can feel those people and players being like, "Yo, I don't, I don't, I don't got shot up. 
and all this, and you still trying to keep me away from playing? Like, man, what what we doing here at this point? You think it's a conspiracy? What part? I don't know. You 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 clearly making the case for a conspiracy. I'm asking the question. Well, no, not a conspiracy in that regard. I do. And once I start hearing the word they, 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 I start wondering where's the conspiracy. Nah, I'm just I need saying, to hear. I need to hear. When I say they, I'm just talking about the the the, the people in charge, the powers to be. They, <laughs> them. Those folks. Those folks. Okay. Well, it was it was good to get you. You know what I'm saying. Your your thoughts on on that part. As far as COVID is concerned and whatnot. And uh a fraud Maya, I mean Urban Maya. His saga. <laughs> what do you think? What first off, what do you think about Urban Maya, man? Uh first I wanna make a shout out to uh Sour Diesel. Good for you. Uh Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer used to pump us all up in the head about. Uh oh, pick, 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 pick the bottle up, bro. My bad. Uh, he used to get us all worked up about who? Tim to the T to the bow. <laughs> Tim Tebow <sighs> is Urban Meyer's boy. That he is. Urban Meyer is Tim Tebow's boy. Mm-hmm. So he's a good guy. He's a Christian. Oh, Tim. We're talking about Tim Tebow. I'm talking about Urban Meyer. Urban and Meyer and Tim Tebow. Good? They both the same what, what? guy, right? No. They're not but the same. Uh look, man. Urban Meyer has had some type of controversy follow him throughout his career. Except for Utah. I don't remember nothing from Utah. Right. Was there anything in Utah? Nope. Not Florida, we had we had a little bit of we had a little bit of trouble in, in Florida. We had a little bit of trouble in Ohio, at Ohio State. <laughs> you know, he lied. Hey, I always felt like this man. That guy lied about why he left Florida. Mm-hmm. Talking about he wanted to take a break in football. He went right into the studio booth. That's football all week. You got to interview coaches. You got to do all that production for the game. I'm like, man, he lying. Mm-hmm. So once he got to Ohio State job, I'm like, okay. He was just looking for a better opportunity. So him getting to the league wasn't a surprise, but this is your classic Steve Spurrier situation. This is your classic, um, what's my man name? Uh, Nick Saban's type of situation. Mm-hmm. Some of these college coaches cannot make that transition. So Urban Meyer is in a different time frame from Nick Saban. And Steve Spurrier, we got more stuff going on. We got more cameras, mm-hmm. my brother. <laughs> we got more information in 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 leakage, in in uh, tabloid type of coverage. Um, not to mention the way he left Ohio State, the players he had coming in. He peed all over himself, man. That that man has been exposed. I don't know if you're going to ask this question, but in my opinion, it's coming. Go ahead. He shouldn't get another job coaching anybody at anything. At at the most, 
or at the least, maybe let them talk about football on a TV show. Put them on ESPN or Fox, NBC, I don't know, and let them them be in your little studio or let them be in your booth Mm -hmm. and call it a day. Don't put them in charge of your children anymore or your adults. Ah, There we go. There we go. I agree. A hundred percent. I I ain't trusted dude when he left Florida. The way he left Florida. And then everything that came out after the fact. Like like you said, controversy followed that dude since Florida, mm-hmm. Ohio State. Yep. And not little stuff. Not it ain't paying yeah, people man. under the table. It was some Aaron Gonzalez. Aaron, had Her- a, Aaron Hernandez. I'm he sorry. He had killers. Yeah, on his team in Florida. Yeah, that we know. You know, oh, you're a psychopath, and you like to play football. All Come on them. down. All oh, you're a Jesus freak who's a virgin. Come on down. All of it. The All fuck? of it. What is this? You 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 you, you like to beat on women. Come on oh, down. We got you covered. We got you covered. Yo, so at that point, I knew who he was. So, I, I mean, I am i wasn't surprised how things ended in Ohio State. I, would, I don't think anybody who's following football, I would say, at, the, at, at a minimum amount. Like, I'm not a college football guy at all, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. But I was like, hmm. There's a controversy at Ohio State. This isn't surprising that he's the coach. Right. Exactly. Now, did he last a full season after that? Or did that offseason he get fired? I believe. Did he transition straight to the NFL from Ohio State? No. It was a, it it was was a, a year, year off. off. Okay. It was a year off. Okay. It was I a year off. I can't remember. It was a year off. But then, but just think about everything that happened. In Jacksonville. You know, you know what, but hold on, bro. Before we even go any further with that, now that you you've you just informed me that he had a fucking year off mm-hmm. from coaching. Hey man, hey look, I know we can talk shit about Urban Meyer all day. We were just talking about owners, weren't we? Yeah. Why the goddamn fuck would you hire him? You you're not a hero because you fired him, dumb dumb. You you don't get credit from people with a brain that you fired him. Why'd you hire him? Which one? We talk Doug Marone. No, you talking about I'm talking about, about Shaq Khan. Why bro. did he hire hire Urban Meyer? Go for it. I <sighs> But Khan, as the owner of Jacksonville, I get why. You have the relationship with University of Florida being close to Jacksonville, college town, setting, all of that. He's a guy down there. You would think he would be able to put together a program because... He's a good coach in that regard. Well, college-wise, 
He's a he was a good coach. But um you would think with that, you got the number one overall pick. You're bringing in the quarterback. All that good stuff is going to line up to work in your favor. So that's why you bring in this guy like Urban Meyer to be the guy, to be the CEO, to be the head guy, to run the operation, all of that good stuff. And as we see, he ultimately failed. He ultimately failed. And to be honest, Khan should have realized he made the wrong hire when the dude tried to bring in a little strength and conditioning coach from Iowa. That should have been sign number one. Okay. He had a racist background in Iowa, all that kind of stuff. I don't think he was looking at none of that stuff. No, he probably wasn't. That's sign number one. Sign number two? When he tried to bring in Tim Tebow? At tight end. At tight end. Yeah. That right there. Yeah. That should have been a sign. Yeah. He, he He wasn't ready. To be an NFL head coach. Yeah. That that should have... He should have never coached one game in the NFL after he did that. I would like to propose something on this podcast. On the Point Blank Period. Point Blank Period podcast. Yes, sir. I don't ever, 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 never want to talk about Urban Meyer again on Point Blank Period. I think this is going to be it. This has to be the it end of him. Because... I got a son. I have a couple sons. They wouldn't go play for him. Couple. Couple. Three. They wouldn't go. <laughs> they wouldn't go play for him. I don't care. Yeah. No, you yeah. not finna be somebody that's gonna be yeah. that integral part of my son. Hell no. Yeah. No. So that that answers the question, you know what I'm saying? It it you know, obviously this whole thing hurt his legacy to me. Mm. All over the he college, has no, he has everything. no legacy. He has no legacy. It's a it's opinion. a rap. He's these Spur- does Steve Spurrier have a legacy? He does. He does. He does. At Florida? He does. Is his legacy greater than uh Urban Myers at yes. Florida? Yes. Damn. Yes. Yes. Where else did the Urban Meyer coach at Ohio State? I would say uh, Buddy before him has a better legacy than uh, Urban Meyer. And he was crooked, too. Who? Who's the coach at Ohio State? Um, Jim Trussell? That's him. Jim Trussell. Uh, I, the reason I say that is because, I mean, obviously, it's late. Yes, sir. He went to sleep on him. He went to sleep on him. He commentating again. <laughs> we watching this game. But anyway, uh... When it comes to Steve Spurrier, Steve Steve Spurrier failed in the NFL not on the fact that he wasn't a good coach. You know, it was more so maybe a philosophy, that kind of thing there. No. What I'm saying is no. 
no, Steve, no. no. Back in the if Steve Spurrier would have left, didn't he get another coaching job? All right, bro. Did he get another coaching job? Yes. Where? South Carolina. How did he do? I don't know. No, he did pretty good at South Carolina. Okay, bro. So you saying Urban Meyer get another job? He's not. Okay. It's a wrap. It should be, but it might not be a wrap. It, it, I mean, Tubby Smith is at high point right now, so he might coach again somewhere. But Tubby Smith don't have no allegations. My point is, Rick Bettino is still a coach. Like, they'll Where? hire him somewhere. Somebody, but it ain't going to be no pile five. Okay. He's going to have to coach somewhere like Georgia I Southern. I want Urban Meyer to die in our mouths, bro. Pause. Yeah, yeah. A serious pause. <laughs> serious pause on that. Nick, where did that come from? I'm tired bro. of talking about it. Alright, bro. Since you tired of talking about it, I'm uh, glad yeah. we can move on from pause. that. Pause. I said it first. We so can he move can't on. Pause it because I paused it. We can move on. It's how bad I wanted to get off that topic. Yeah, pause. For real. Prime. Prime. Prime time. Dion. Sent. Landon, the number one number one uh, recruit by most people in the United States, Collins Hill, Georgia, from Georgia, from Georgia. <laughs> Will this change? We're going to rename this podcast. Uh, how <laughs> the long-winded boss athletes <laughs> view HBCU? Well, I will say this: as, as somebody who knew somebody who went to HBCU, uh huh, it's not gonna hurt. <laughs> it it don't hurt. I think once buddy from uh was it Manu Bowl's son or was it somebody else's son who went to Howard? For basketball. Somebody else. It was somebody else's. Yeah. But they started doing this. um, After George Floyd got killed. And I ain't going to lie, man. Coming from that environment and knowing folks that went to HBCUs, there's been a push. There's There's been conversations like this going on for years behind the scenes in the underground about how these these top level players I've been on many a group chat where guys are talking about these top level recruits need to start going to black schools like why are we just giving our talent away and these big comp these big schools just recycle us in and out if they're gonna do it why don't we just do it at quote unquote black schools now here's the thing about that if you do enough research you'll realize that HBCUs are funded by the government. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But what he's doing in terms of face value, it would definitely change how great athletes, because if you're an elite player and you know you elite, you have that confidence in yourself, like, okay, I can dominate in the ACC. Well, if, what if I go to the SWAC? I know I'm a kill there. It's more opportunity. So I think it's going to happen. 
I think this is the beginning of it. Um, it's been in the works for years. There are some things about, and I'm going to get into my personality a little bit here. There are some things about primetime that I do not endorse. Mm-hmm. This brother then invited Brittany Renner to meet his players like she's some kind of life coach. That is one of the most simpish things that I have seen in my entire life. He thinks he's cool. He got these young guys jumping up and down praising her. And I'm telling you right now, man, that ain't where it's at, guys. That's not where young black men need to focus at. On some butt. And and, well, well, and hold on, hold on. Uh oh. Did did you do you know why he did that? Talk to me. He brought her in for them to understand that women like her are out there to try to destroy them. That's why he brought her in? Yes. Well, damn it, I'll take it all back, Prime. That's exactly why. I'll take it all back. If that's why he brought her in, I'll take it back. The context in which I got that information was Mm -hmm. he brought her to them. They was like, oh, my God, look at what he did. I didn't get any more information on it. So you're telling me. So how does she how does she take that knowing that she's like being treated like a uh like a stooge? If you listen to the interview. Did the kids take it that way? Yes. Okay, good. That's 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 why well, I change I, I take it all back. That, that's Prime that's why. is definitely doing HBCUs a service. If this is the type of stuff that he's doing, hey man, hats off to him. Prime said had he had this same class, quote unquote, he would not have lost two to five million dollars. I'm about to start crying. I'm getting emotional because I literally on the podcast is get, am getting new information hey. that's making me change my entire thought process on Prime. I'm telling you right now. My my only I'm and I'm gonna give you this. My only thing about Prime was was what he was doing. Was it about the school and the kids, or was it about him? Well, and that and that's where I was trying. Yeah. That that that's where I, I was trying. And you know I, what I'm saying? And, and I can help you with that. Okay. Look, man. In life. And my brother can my brother can contest to this. A test? Contest? A test. That's the word. Nothing is black or white. It's somewhere in the damn middle. Somewhere in the middle. So yes, Prime is trying to pump himself up mm-hmm. and, and validate himself to himself. But at the same time, you know, that doesn't mean that he's not a good person. That doesn't mean not that he doesn't want to uplift his son. And and he look man, I don't I don't have a son. I don't have young teenage uh mentees up under me. But mm-hmm. in my mind, I want every young brother up under me to be as successful as they can possibly be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I can't see him being any other way because he's successful on every level. Why does he have he don't have to coach? He don't have to do none of this shit he's doing. So some of it, some of it is ego, yes, mm-hmm. and some of that shit is he's a good person. All right, let me ask you this: 
Will we look at him or would we look at him any different if Florida State offered him a bag? Only if he leaves. So you would look at him different if he leaves? Uh, no. Because okay. he because he would still be bringing our 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 children to him. Okay. I I seriously doubt if Dion is the coach of the Florida State Seminoles, there's any white players on the team besides the kicker. Well, I say this: if I'm any Power Five school, you trying to get him? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not? I think I think I think he's at yeah. That's a good point. Cause Why went, not? Because he went to Jackson State. Why wouldn't he go anywhere? It, he it, went to Mississippi. He's willing to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gotta, Why not? That's a good point. That's a good point. Why not? Any Power 5 school. Yeah. Why would you not? Hey, Dion. I, I, I got a question for you. Okay. Uh, what would you prefer tonight? The tonight? wine or the whiskey? Bro, that's stupid. That's stewardess. I think I think I think he went wine on that one. I might I might go on the steward. On the simple fact that it's Monday. I'm in the chill mode. The whiskey is more to me or for me, more of a weekend type thing. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's still that's still a papa. I I gotta figure out where you got that from, man. <laughs> I ain't never seen I ain't never seen that joint in no no stove, no liquor stove. And with my background, I would have known where to go get that from. In the past, it's pretty good. I ain't never seen that. I ain't never seen it. Never seen it. Never seen it. So, about Dion, man. Back to Dion. Back to Dion. On the whole thing, would would he be frowned upon in the culture if he did go to a PWI? No. You don't think so? He wasn't a coach in the damn beginning. He was a commentator on NFL Network, and we didn't care. We won. We won like Dion. Go to a power. Go to a HBCU. He just did it. He can do what the hell he want. But that's just my opinion. Okay. How the masses are going to take it? I you don't know, know what? That's a good point though, well, because nobody, well, nobody was like, claiming for him to yeah, be a head. They coach. were like, oh, he would want to be on TV. Right. They didn't know he wanted to coach like that's that. That's a good point. That's a good point. That'd but be, you know, that'd but be you know how people are though. That'd be that'd be very hypocritical, man. Yeah, you know sure. how people are. That's true. You know how people are. Cause now that he has some success, he's gotten, you know what I'm saying, the number one player to come to Jackson State, flipped him from Florida State, which is where he went to school at, flipped the dude. You're absolutely right. I think people would try to look at him a little little different in that aspect if he were to go to a uh Power Five conference school in that aspect. Like, that's just wrong. But, like you said, when nobody talking about him being a coach, 
Nah. I didn't know he wanted to coach. Right. But, you know, now, uh, Hugh Jackson, ain't he going to Grambling or Southern or one of them schools? I can't think. I can't remember. Don't quote me on it. But he, he got a he was the offensive coordinator at Tennessee State. Was he? Yeah. Under Eddie George, who was the head coach at Tennessee State. So now, you know what I'm saying? Do you think this is how the black coaches get their due? By going HBCUs? By going HBCU? Grambling. Winning Grambling. Winning Grambling. Yeah, winning Grambling. Winning Grambling. So, is this how they make it? Whether it be, you know what I'm saying? This this is new. There there have been there have been black coaches in HBCUs for a very long time. Right. They just haven't been high profile, so we shall see. Yeah, this is this is a new this is a new topic. I don't know. I I don't know. You're not going to get me to go down your hypothetical. Uh, I'm just asking a question, bro. Uh, rabbit holes or your future rabbit holes? Just asking a question, that. man. I get you. Just asking a question. Speaking of questions, we think about Sunday's NFL games, man. What's your, what's your thought process? We had some crazy outcomes. You know. We had some crazy upsets. We had some, oh, hell no, they won type games. All that. That, 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 should, that should normal NFL weekend, it, man. Especially the last part. Yeah, that, that that's a normal NFL weekend. I think the season is shaping out to be uh, what we all expected it to be. There was one surprise. I didn't, I didn't watch it, which was New Orleans-Tampa Bay. Bruh. I'm not. I'm not used to good quarterbacks not scoring points. Nine to zero. I'm glad you brought that game up, though. You know he blocked that. He did right. block that punt. You you do realize that since uh, TB12 joined Tampa Bay, they hadn't beat the Saints. I did not know that stat, man. They hadn't beat the Saints. Man. Why the hell would I know that? I'm just saying. I mean, it's only been four games, but they ain't beat the Saints, bro. Okay, bro. Like, is, is, is it a, a situation where the Saints defend them well, they play the right defense, he just get flustered? Like, what is it? Because none of the other teams in that division <laughs> been able to <laughs> pinpoint uh, nothing. Do, do the Saints still have a a, a good front four? No, that's Tom. That's, they do. Uh, that's TB 12s uh Achilles Achilles Hill is mm-hmm. a good front four. They do. You long winded, bro. Don't what? point at the clock. Bruh. Talking about do, we we going long to me. Don't be. I ain't say we talk going too much. Long. I just pointed at the clock, bro. I'm just letting you know. Well, we need to end it, or we gonna keep going another damn uh, <laughs> another sixty minutes. Just saying. Real this quick. is ridiculous, bro. Real quick. Real quick. What do you mean real? There's nothing hey, real quick going on. Go ahead. Who are your contenders? 
in the NFL. In the NFL right now, I got I got the Kansas City Chiefs okay. as a major contender. I have um, nobody else in the AFC. Uh, in the NFC, <laughs> in the NFC, I have. I like how you pull. <laughs> I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, competing in in the NFC. I have. Um, That's it. I think the Rams, I think the LA Rams will that defense is is going to be something to to really watch out for in the in the playoffs if they get in there. Um so I'm looking at the Rams, the, the Buccaneers uh-huh. and and the Chiefs uh, this year. I I ain't even going to say anything to that. He left the team out in the NFC and uh I'm I'm sure at some point We'll divulge and dive into that conversation. He won't get me to talk about it. Uh, Or whatever. But the quarterback of that team was number 12. GB. Green and gold. Green Bay Packers. It should have been on this list. But anyway, uh, contenders. AFC. Kansas City. Absolutely. And I would say... uh, New England, second place, only because of the coach. All the mother team, don't trust them at all. Uh, NFC, I'm going to go with Green Bay. Uh, don't trust Arizona. <laughs> they showed that this past weekend by losing to the Lions. And uh, Rams. And Tampa Bay. Can't sleep with that defense, bro. Those will be my three teams in the NFC. Okay. What's that? What defense? Don't sleep on Tampa Bay, bro. Ah, man. You know. Tom is old. Tom is old, bro. Addiction. Just just, just tease it, bro, because you you didn't talk so damn much. Addiction. What? That's a point blank period topic of discussion, man. I I don't know that we even uh, get this one off because at this point, if you're still listening, what's your problem? <laughs> Addiction. The podcast, all of it, bro. All right, we we get into this. Compelling conversation, man. Don't do that. All of it from date from minute one. Minute one. So 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 the topic is addiction. Like you know, we talk about it most of the topic when it comes to addiction is in a negative connotation, so to speak. But can addiction be good? Can it be bad for you? Well, obviously we know it can be bad for you. I mean that depending that, on what the addiction is. That that's always gonna be the right answer. Uh the the politically correct answer is to say addiction is, is bad for you. And I wouldn't disagree. Um addiction can be good only if um the individual has awareness mm-hmm. and has an ability to do 
little bit of governing on their behaviors. So, um, I would say, you know, addiction is something that people, in my opinion, DJ no good. It's a, so it's a no good. DJ opinion. no good. I think that people should do a self evaluation on the things that they do from Monday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. What am, what am I doing? Are there anything in those seven days that I'm doing on a regular basis? Is it eating something, drinking something, listening to something? You you can figure out what you might or you might be or not might not be addicted to. I would argue that most of us um, as Americans and damn maybe as people in the world except for third world countries, I would argue that most of us are addicted to sugar. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I would argue that we all need to break our addiction with sugar. But I don't think sugar is looked at as bad as maybe alcohol, your narcotics, your sodas, those type of things. Of course it's not. So, the twist I had on the the, the thought I have on addiction is, is pretty simple. It, it's it's that I would like for people to be aware of their addiction, and if they do have one, you need to evaluate if it's healthy or it's unhealthy. If it is unhealthy, you need to figure out a way to stop. If it's something that you can't stop, you need to figure out a way to moderate it. I'm speaking from a position of admission. I am addicted to something. Will I admit it? No. <laughs> Everybody knows what the hell it is. I have accepted this about myself. DJ no good. I am addicted to something. It is what it is. But I am not in denial about it. Which makes me feel like if somebody else have a judgment about me, about my addiction, I don't care. Because I already know. You're not saying nothing that I haven't already said. But I have a problem. No, it's not a problem. It's an issue. My issue was with the, is with the brothers. Is with the fellas. Is with the men. <laughs> now he ain't even talking. He just letting me rant. Listen, let it go. I think men are addicted to. There's nothing left in that bottle, bro. There's nothing statement, left man. in the bottle. I think men in the world are addicted to the box. I also think that men need to be aware of their addiction to the box. If you realize that you are addicted to that box, you need to get control. What are you doing, bro? He just poured. Just finish, finish saying what you're saying. Some man. whiskey and some wine. That's some feel shit for your ass. <sighs> so my 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 bone to pick is: Are men addicted to the puss? If they are, should they be? Ha, 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 ha.
I am going to say that men are not addicted to the box, as you call it. But they are. But they are addicted to sex. It's the same no, no, thing. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't, me personally, I don't think it's the same thing. It's the addiction to the actual activity of sex itself and not to the actual box. It's different. You know, you you don't tend to agree, and I and I understand, but <laughs> you what's gonna, your what's well, your reason okay, okay. though? So so you're gonna have to explain to me the difference between the box and sex. Explain that to me. So to me, it's more so them being addicted to maybe the pleasure. That it may provide where they get out of it at the end of the day, whatever the case may be, but not necessarily being tied to AKA the box. Okay, so this is all, uh, this is all semantics from C, everybody. Uh, he's trying to double talk me. It, the shit's not gonna work just because I've been uh, on my gorilla glue and on my red wine and my my whiskey doesn't mean he can double talk me. Listen, listen. I read a story about a guy, and C knows about this, and this is an example of me theorizing that men should have control over their addiction to the box. This is just one of. I would say several or one of many stories. So I don't know if you guys know about the story. I don't know the guy's name, but the guy's from an area in uh in Maryland. And he goes on Facebook Live and he talks about how he's been going through some custody battle with his ex-wife about um, the ex-wife accusing him of touching his children. He's been trying to fight for custody he inevitably, this guy is a, he's a nurse, but he's an anesthesiologist nurse. So him and his ex-wife work together. They're making six figures, $200,000 at a, a pop. This is the field that he's in, right? So this is the woman he's had, already had the kid with. So she's doing all of this. You can't see the children. We're going through this divorce. You did something. He's like, what are you talking about? I need to see my kids. He's going through this, this battle. The guy continues to go through that, get another young lady pregnant that he's mm-hmm. working with. Okay. She starts getting into, they get into an argument. She starts going to the same talking points of, you can't see your kids. I'm going to keep them away. Just like the ex-wife did. The guy goes off, and mind you, 
I only know some of the details, but this is not something I'm making up. Okay. He goes on Facebook Live. He admits that he just killed the ex-wife. That I means the ex, the girlfriend, as he's saying she's going to do the same thing the ex-wife does. He's talking about his depression and why this is happening, and so on and so forth. He ends the. He's talking about I'm about to go do this to my ex-wife. I'm gonna do this to myself. Mm-hmm. While he's talking, he sees the ex-wife open up the door. He goes, matter of fact. There she is right there. He starts talking to her, bro. He goes, today's the day. And he hangs up. The story that you'll find in the media, if you go look this up, he killed his ex-girl. He killed his girlfriend that was pregnant. He killed his ex-wife. And then he killed himself. Mm -hmm. And my reaction to that was, he was addicted to the box. Now, that sounds stupid. But but in my theory of him being aware of his surroundings and aware of his addictions and being able to control himself, and this ain't just about men. This is about everybody. If you realize that you got something going on in your life that you can't, that you don't have, an addiction, in my opinion, is something that you don't have control over. Agreed. It's controlling you. Agreed. Agreed. But the first thing you need to do is acknowledge that the shit is happening. Right. If he's not addicted to the box, bruh, and continuously having these children with these women, he's not murdering anybody. He's not having any more extra kids murdering extra people. This is my theory. And my frustration is, is that men over and over and over, and only because it's perpetuated in society that men do these type of things because of women they go beating up these broads. They go killing them. They go abusing their children. They're doing all this extra shit at the club. They try to flex. You know what I'm saying? Just think about the things we've done in our life for the sake of subconsciously trying to get the attention of the box. Because we want the box. I think men need to have more control. Because this is just a small sample size of the type of stuff that we do. For the access to some to to something that we shouldn't have to fight so hard for, if we handling our business, I'm done, bro. Don't be addicted, my brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take my shot. So I I I would say this. Ooh. God dang, got DDT out in WWE. On the game. But anyway, look, I, I understand where my boy Feezy coming from. DJ No Good. And at the same time, I don't necessarily think guys are addicted to box in that aspect. Now, he brought up a situation that we all have been made aware of where this dude killed baby mama, girlfriend, whatever she was to him, mm-hmm. and then himself at the same time. Now, <clears throat> he was wrong, by the way. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I want to make that very clear. He was wrong as shit. 
he deserved to die, and then women did not deserve to die, Absolutely. no matter what they said about him. Absolutely. 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 You, you, you can't take things into matter like that. Exactly. For sure. Um, but I, I would say this. Um, you know. The box, I feel, did make him do what he did. And it's more so, it could have been more so of an issue of him not being able to see his kids, whatever the case may be. Um, Are dudes addicted to it? Subconsciously. Subconsciously, I don't think that dudes are addicted to the box subconsciously as more of them are addicted to the game. And what I mean by that is the game that they may play to get the box. It's not about the box. It's more so. Can I get. This person. To the point where. They're going to let me open this box. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And, 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 and when I say this type of. When I say this type of stuff. I'm not trying to be. Um, disrespectful. To 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 females, that's not at all. Um, but what you're saying is kind of validating what I'm saying, because when I'm talking about the box, I'm talking about look, man, there's nothing like being being connected to, to the opposite sex, bro. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like it. We we <laughs> we can talk all the shit we want about sports. We can go to we can go to any game we want. We can go to any concert. We can listen to any music. We can get drunk as we want. It's it's a wholly totally different thing to being with a woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I get that, bro. But you can't diminish how that shit feels, man. No, I, I I'm not I'm not trying to. And the impact that. that that how how important that is to a man. Once he gets it the first time, he's addicted to that shit. He don't got to get it every day. You don't got to get it every day. So, okay. I'm not talking about somebody addicted to the box where they got to have it every day. They want to be able to say, this person right here, I she is, I don't know if she's mine, like she's property, but, but I managed, to, I managed to, to have this person involved with me close enough to where I have access. We all want, I think all men want access to the perfect person. I don't think women look at us like that, bro. I don't think women are looking at us five packages, bro. They're looking at us and they're looking at us for us as men. What can you provide for me? What can you bro, do bro. To, to make my life better? It's bro. vice versa. Let, 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 you said that. Let me say this. And I want to get your thoughts on this. I've seen this message on social media a couple times. And this is before we started this podcast, the whole nine. And 
the first time I heard it, it hit me a certain way. And I was like, ooh. And then the second time I heard it, it hit me the same way. And this was after a period of time. And it went on to say that only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. Facts. Hold on. Men are not loved like hold that. On, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got conditions on us, bro. Let, 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 let me, let me finish. Let me finish. I didn't know you were. Bro, you trying to take the I shine. I didn't know bro. you were still going. Men are only love under a certain condition of which they provide something. Bro, let me tell you something. Men are human doings. Say human doings. Men are not human not beings. Human beings. We are human, human doings, doings bro. And, and you know, I go back and forth on that comment about that. And people can say what they want to say when it comes to it. You'd be like, yo, well, what about the mother loves? Of a man and saw that. And I'm like. A mother is going to love her son regardless. This is more so speaking about. That man's relationship with his significant other. Whether it's his wife, his baby mama. Whatever the case is. And his seeds. Yep. It is. A hundred percent. Facts. That. We, as men, <laughs> they don't look at us like people, bro. They, it, we're only love based we, on what we can provide to somebody. That's it, hey man. The greatest, the greatest thing about this podcast, I don't care if anybody ever listens to this shit, is what he just said. Because that means that you realized and you know that shit, bro. I, I, I'm speaking from experience, bro. I'm speaking from experience. Hey, man, look me in my eyes, you bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> I'm speaking from experience. I'm just hey, saying. man, I understand the game, dog. This, this is why this needs to be said. We need to let these young niggas know what's really going on out here, man. You need to represent yourself. You have a legacy to leave for yourself. You have a you have a legacy to leave for your children because inevitably, inevitably, you'll be addicted to the box like we were. But don't go killing these ladies, man. Mm. If 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 let me tell you something, man. I know it. I know a guy named Phil. Phil, who's going through a situation with somebody, and they keeping the kid away from him. But you know what Phil ain't doing? Murdering people. Can't do it. Because you know why? Phil's not addicted to the box. He sees the game. Look, man. All you guys need to protect yourself, man. And, and all you ladies out here, be respectful. Be respectful of your body. As an older, shawty nigga, uh... 
Don't let us nowhere near you. Get the hell away. Listen, you bro. need you need you, there are there are guys out here who respect you and treat you the way you need to be treated. When they show up, don't treat them like shit. <laughs> don't let guys like us run game. Let the guys that are treating you good, let them run they hustle because they'll take care of you for the rest of your life. They'll die for you. That's true. There are good dudes out there. A lot of them. A lot, lot of, of them out there. A lot of them, but you can't you know let you can't let. My whole thing is, and I told my oldest oldest daughter, who will be, man, he dropped that. He dropped that. He dropped that touchdown. We talking about Cole Cole Kimmett. Good dropping. No, no, that's not Cole Kimmett, bro. That's Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy Graham. G. It's not Jimmy G. <laughs> that's Jimmy Graham. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, I told my daughter this. And she's 17, senior high school, about to get ready to graduate. Know your worth. Know your worth. Know that you are above what people think of you. Know it. Believe that. Hold on to it. Don't let people think you are less than who you are. That only applies to women, young women, and applies to our young men too. And we, I feel like we don't tell our young men that more so than we need to. I agree with that. We don't tell them that. I enough. agree with that, man. I, I spend so much time. We don't tell them enough, man. Bro, I spend so much time, man, and thinking about, because I'm not into this commercial shit that's out here, bro. I don't know nothing about it, man. I don't know about when you when you say commercial. What you, what what are you talking about? If I'm watching TV and I see a commercial about volunteering, I don't believe it. I've been in those type of situations before, okay. in in those environments, volunteering in the hot, during Thanksgiving, during during Christmas, for underprivileged families, and I've seen them families, and I could tell. This is this ain't enough. Mm -hmm. This ain't gonna help. So my process, my thought process is, man, you know, it's only, and I'm a man. I, I'm I'm not a female. I'm a man. I think like a man. I'm, I can't be. I can't be emotional about everything. So I think when I think for myself, I think for myself as now and as a younger man. As a younger man growing up right now, he has a lot of challenges. We have challenges, but here's something I wanted to bring up in the podcast, and I don't want to derail it. But it's about perspective. So what I want for the younger men behind us is to build on the shit we've been doing. Build. You might not think we ain't been doing that. It's not true. It's not true. Mm -hmm. These young niggas is out here, fuck 12, do this shit for George. Remember hey. Yeah, they're, they're, they're my niggas. So, so what I'm saying is, in the future, we don't know what these guys got 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 ready for us, bro. And I think that they're gonna be all right, but we gotta make sure we on point, bro. Mm -hmm. No, you're right. You're right, and and that's why I made a comment about, you know, we tell our daughters. 
certain things so they don't fall to the pitfalls that are out there. We don't have those same conversations with our with our son. We just expect them to get it right. Exactly. And that's what my daddy did. Exactly. That's what your daddy did. Hey, he man. they expect us right. to just figure it out. Figure it out. I'm gonna tell or, you something, or, man. Or, or learn on some old I'm looking at you, some I'm gonna tell you, you something, know what I'm saying? Man. Some visual type man. stuff. These young brothers, these young brothers out here, in my opinion, can change the game. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you why they can change it. If they can focus on themselves. They got some shit out here called cryptocurrency, bro. Crypto. Just play with it a little bit. They can focus on themselves, grind, make their motherfucking money, not focus on the box. That just by the fact that that they won't focus on the box, hear me out, bro. Hear me out. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. If we had enough young brothers with their mind, with their head screwed on correctly, grinding, coding. Grinding. You know what I'm saying? Not getting in debt, not borrowing from the government, getting their education, so on and so forth. And those are the type of women, those are the type of men that our that our daughters are looking for. Mm-hmm. Responsible niggas. Not these niggas out here in the streets flexing. These niggas that, that we could tell these niggas are smart, they're quiet, they got their head screwed on tight, they trying to get this money. Let's get it. They're going to be able to support a man like that and get their own grind on. And then we got a whole society of hustlers, bro. Not out here killing each other, hustling each other, showing their bodies, treating each other like shit. Killing each other in suicide videos. Come on, bro. I agree, man. Something got to give. And it's going to start with your kids, bro. I agree. You said a lot there, man. <laughs> you said a lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things where culturally, you know what I'm saying, Things are passed down a certain generation to generation to generation. Do you think our parents did us right? I think our parents did us the best they could. And that's gonna be the that's gonna be the answer to everything. (laughs) The best they could. But I will say this, I know you. And I know for a fact that, you know, your folks raised you right. Yeah, they did. You know what I'm saying? Like because I I know who you are. I know, I know you. So I ain't gonna do you dirty, bro. Right? It exactly. And you know what I'm saying? Like some some people may get that that nurturing, that 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 upbringing, in that regard. And there are gonna be some people that get the aftermath of it, whether it be a displaced relationship, whether it be anger towards a uh, a particular parent in that relationship and they don't get the full aspect of you know what I'm saying who who they should be what life is about mm-hmm. and in in their respective role or whatever hey, bro speaking of today and this is off subject 
DJ, no good. Don't even know. I, I was at work today. We was in mediation doing settlement conferences and stuff like that for me, for what I do. And one of the defense attorneys that I was talking to and, and holding conversation with, he was talking about his kids. He got 11-year-old, 12-year-old in that age room. And he was talking about how they came to him and they was talking about different things that's going on. And they were talking about different people in their classroom, talking about how they identify themselves as they, as she, as he, and not knowing, you know what I'm saying? Like the fool. We get on to something right here, bro. Oh, we get on. Oh, but, nobody's listening to this shit. But, 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 I'm just saying, oh, like, good. he was just Great. saying, like, how his sons was just saying how people in their class was just saying, I identify as she, her, her, they, they, them, or whatever. And whatnot, whether they were female what, or what, male. But what did he say? What did, what did his son say? No, his his son was just asking him as the father, like, what should they do? How should they respond? You know what I'm saying? Those type what, of questions. What would you tell your sons? I have I have a thought in my mind. What would you tell your sons if they asked you? Well, the question was he was just saying, you know, it was just different growing up. Like, he was taken aback about the situation. Like, he didn't know where to go with it. He was just saying, like, you know, hey, yo, I grew up on a ranch in Minnesota. Like, you asking me about this type of stuff, I didn't have to deal with this. Right. And he was coming at it from a uh, a viewpoint of this is so new to me. Like, I didn't expect being a parent having to have this type of conversation That's with my, my child. Yeah. yeah, it's different when it's we're talking about relationships, we're talking about sex, we're talking about those types of things. But you're talking about people in your class saying, I don't know what I identify as. Or you have a boy that uh, says to my son, my daughter, identify as a girl. Like, how do you have those conversations? Are you asking me these questions? Or are you talking to yourself? I'm I'm asking you these conversations. Hey, bro, but I I'm just I'm just not I'm just, one answer I'm, for you, buddy. No, I'm just putting it out there that that was a conversation that he was having. And oh, get this, oh my God, but hold man. on, this is a white. Male, look, man. Let me tell you something. And in, in, in a in a in a in a in a field where he is a managing partner of a law firm, this is Babylon. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> Talk about it. This ain't the earth. <laughs> this ain't America. Talk about it. This is Babylon, Joe. 
Look, oh. man, if 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 you was the if you was to just simplify, you would say evil is good. Good is evil. Now that shit sound fucked up, but think about it. We are now celebrating women who are promiscuous. We they're celebrated. They're our heroes. A good righteous man. A good righteous man is called what? A square bear. Elaine. Look, man. If if I had it my way, everybody would be on total balance mode. But that ain't how I work. So when you get these stories of these guys going through all of these things. What do you expect to happen? They're not going to handle it correctly. Because men have been feminized since when? I would say since the 80s. When they started putting makeup and eyeshadow and eyelashes and all this goofy shit wearing tight clothes. Michael Jackson is our fucking hero. He likes to climb trees and sleep with kids. Look, man, this shit's been going bad for a minute. Oh, you back? I've been back, bro. I've been listening. We in Babylon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. I said it when you left. I'm going to say it when you hey, come man. back. It is. Evil is good. Bro, it's different, man. It's. So look, different. man, if you got little boys, don't know if they want to be little girls, and you got LGBTQ. With a plus? With a plus, bro. Hey, man, I'm all about people being treated fairly in equality. I'm a black man. I'll take all the equality I can get. Uh, but don't let me turn on my TV and watch a basketball game, and then one of my commercials is two niggas kissing. <laughs> no, man, I, I I definitely feel you on that one, for sure. Like, you know, I mean, I'm a very uh, liberal individual, like, you do what you feel you need to do in that aspect. But at the same time, I don't need to see it. I don't need to. It don't need to be in my face 24-7. Like, I get it. But at the same time, as black people, we've been trying to get the same respect, same uh you know what I'm saying? Response, same dignity, same the whole nine for 400 plus years. And we still ain't. But y'all want us to, you know what I'm saying, fall in line with everything that's going on now. And that just, you know what I'm saying, that just bothered me. Like, we, we, we can't do that. We can't go from A to Z. Like, we got to go A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And so forth and so on. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's just one of those things. Like, we, we, we 
Y'all ain't gonna just, you know what I'm saying, hot scotches and just jump over our feelings and, and what we need. It's a place, it's a time, all of that good stuff. And at this point, we, we gonna demand that. So, yeah, get ready. Be ready. <laughs> We've been long <laughs> on this part. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long one. But we've been real. It's been real, man. And uh I don't know, bro. How you uh how you think that went, bro? Uh 